0: Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 105 on Monday the 15th of November 2010. My name is Steve Layton and I know this because whilst filling in my In My Mug scores on my app, I saw that my name was Has Been Steve. Tenuous link again, but a chance to talk about the uh, In My Mug app. Uh, thank you to everybody who's fed back to me this week about it. Um, lots of downloads, which is very, very encouraging, of course. Um, and thank you to the one, two, three, four, five. Oh, oh no, what have I done? <coughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Who've left scores on the leaderboard? Um, I really want to keep that going because we're now beta testing the uh, like Hall of Fame favourite coffees of, of, of everybody um, and I think that's going to be really interesting to be able to find like w- what everybody liked. Maybe help me a little bit in when we're selecting coffees for in my mug, the kind of things you liked, the kind of things you didn't like. So um, I will keep on about this amazing app. Uh, Aidan you did an amazing job um, and sorry if you don't have an Apple device but the Android one is underway soon and hopefully will be, uh, will be winging its way to Android users so fingers crossed on that one. Um, Anyway, into the comments, and before before I do the comments, I promised last week I would do a competition um, for the, the pick out a comment at random and give a prize, so I have my random number generator here, which all I have to do is go, shake, number three, so if you are comment number three, drop me an email and we'll sort out your prize, which will hopefully be very cool. Just by the click of a button, I'm into the comments because I'm nearly organised today. So, yeah, today, by the way, it's a sofa Saturday. Why am I recording it on a Saturday? Tomorrow, Sunderland are playing Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, and I'm unlucky enough to be going, I think. So, um, after last week's football exploits and this week's football, I'm kind of travelling up to Sunderland, travelling down to London... Here, I hear then everywhere. But yeah, just got to get this done today. So this is going to be going up Saturday night, Sunday morning, um, depending on when I get it finished. And uh, yeah, I do apologise for it being a little bit earlier. So Kevin H said, like this, uh, this is about the Colombian, by the way. Uh, didn't get the citrus rinds, but did get the chocolate. To me, tastes exactly like good Colombian, which is a good thing. And Kevin, I couldn't agree more. Good Colombian is worth its weight. So uh, Ben Miller. Uh, Gracie my mug as usual Steve, informative and useful as always, Ben I think I want to love you and give you big girly kisses um, In a nutshell, what would you say the difference is between a bog standard cafetiere and an Eva Solo? Right, the taste-wise, it, I find I get a little bit more body because of that full immersion and being able to swill and kind of having a lot more, you know, cafetiere is a lot harder to swill and you've normally got it's a lot more filled up um, I guess the, the, they're very similar in lots of ways. The actual final taste is very similar. Um, I just like the Iver Solo because I think it's a beautiful item and I love beautiful, beautifully designed things. Um, and yeah, it, it's just so easy to use and so quick. So, and also cleaning the cafeteria when you've got to take that mesh apart. And I don't know if you've done it before, but I've cut my fingers on the mesh and stuff and it's, it's just easy to clean and, and easier in general. So thank you for the difficult question, Ben. Um, Flipster uh, went to the window on Thursday and looked down the lists of coffees that Hayley had and this is one on the list and I didn't recognise it so naturally went for it. So I did try it both as filter and as an espresso, filter one out for me although it was a great espresso too and the guys at um, Colonis and Small in Bath have been using this as a, as a guest espresso and uh, they've been loving it on the espresso so that, that, that that's kind of... Shared out, first thing that hit me in the filter was the sharp orange, I agree. Then it leveled out with chocolate, um, which seems strangely reserved in the espresso. Chocolate first, then orange and lemon. Um, it's not going to be one I use in the espresso at home as much as I prefer the filter and can't wait for it in the Chemex. And, and Flip, I love it in the Chemex, I really do. Um, and in the Eve Solo and Brood, I think it's beautiful. GY, happy second birthday to be in my mug. 100 episodes, obviously a big deal, but this also is a big milestone. Well, yeah, because 104.52, if we hadn't missed that one, it would have been. But, yeah, Um, thank you very much, GY. Congrats to Stephen Has been quite an achievement. Really enjoyed my education in coffee through in my mugs, blog posts, audio booths, brew guides, apps. (laughs) Keep up the good. Sounds like I've written that one, doesn't it? But thank you, GY, that's really cool. And GY has commented before. Um, Gaz Whiteley, is that a bag of, in, bag of intelligence by over your shoulder? Yes, it was. Um, always enjoying other people's coffee. You should never be stuck in your own ways. Other people make great coffee, too. Um, and it's really good to experiment with what other people have. And you know, sometimes we find stuff that we like better. And sometimes they, other people have things that we really like better than what we have. And that's the way that it is. Um, and Gaz just says, uh, product placement, no product placement. Uh, Roland Glue, lovely coffee, great Mayfield. big chocolate, tasty Satsuma, great grapefruit acidity. Satsuma is a very good descriptor for that coffee, uh, Roland, I like that a lot. Really been enjoying the Chemex, Brew Guide is great, yet again. Oh, thank you. I love the idea of Hasbrain, I'd love hasbrain to have a Hasbrain too. Um, definitely considering picking up an Eva Solo at some point now, that was the idea. I really think this is a cool brew method and, and I would like to see more people with it. Um, Also, in my mug app, it's working great on my iPod. I've uploaded my cupping scores, which I have seen. Thank you, and it's a cool idea. If you get a reasonable volume of people sharing, it'll be interesting data to analyse, i.e. which coffees attract the greatest range of scores, which are the highest average scores. Um, Between this and the has-been app, I think you've nailed the mobile integration side of things. (laughs) Only for Apple, though. Uh, Great work by Aidan and Nigel. And Roland, I I really do agree on that. I think they have done a super job for us. And that whole idea of having uh, scores as a leaderboard and being able to see which copies have been the most popular is something I'm going to be paying lots of attention to if we can get people really using the app. So um, if you haven't downloaded it, please do go look at the blog post below um, where you can download it. And please, if you have an iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch... Please download it and, and, and try using this, uh, and let's see if we can get it really, really going with it. Colin Morgan, tried this an espresso, very smooth, right down to the bottom of the cup, quite delicious, and I see what you mean about the underlying acidity, we'll try in the Aeropress and Chemex. Um, Chris Rushbrook, getting great results for this in the pour over with the siphon, very smooth, creamy milk chocolate flavor, little acidic kickback peeking through. Uh, not got an Eva Solo, but it's another brewing method to add to the wish list along with the woodneck. Um, i only got nine different brews at home and it obviously needs more. Obviously. Uh, another great brewing guide vid, though. iPhone apps, all sound lovely. I'm starting to feel like I might have to abandon my Android and sell my soul to Apple at some point. Chris, please do. No, no Android one, certainly for the In My Mug, is, is on its way, as I've said, so. Giles, this is my kind of coffee. Lots of smooth chocolate It works great in the back pot. I could drink this all day long. Um, I've been drinking it all week long. And then finally, uh, Daniel Thomas, I'm glad I left this till now. Didn't think much of it when I opened on Monday. It just got better through the week, exactly as it said in the tasting notes. What I'd refer to as a friendly coffee. And friendly coffee is good. Soft, not unple- no unpleasant surprises. Just leave it to settle for a while after roasting. Even Blake has become more tolerable after time and rest. And I did an audio boo on oh, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, which we were talking about uh, letting coffees rest as they are brewing. So brewing hot and drinking, you will not necessarily get all of the best aspects, as if you let it cool, take another sip a little bit later on, and you might get something more in there. Um, And that definitely goes with roasting as well, so maybe I need to do another audio boo on that before this goes out, because I think that's a really good point you've brought up there about... Coffee's developing over time of roast as well as developing over time of cooling and, and whatever. So, good points. Thank you very, very much. Um, lovely to see the comments still up there. You know, uh, Anything in, in double figures is absolutely amazing. Uh, and I'm, I'm blown away by your kindness and generosity of, uh, of giving me that feedback. Right. Going to wipe you on pause. I'm going to go and make the drink. Uh, interesting coffee today. And... Interesting for two reasons. One, it's a coffee we've looked at before, uh, but a different varietal, and the varietal is um, a pacamara, which uh, divides opinion a lot in the coffee world. Uh, I've seen some people that really don't like pacamaras at all, and some people that just uh, are enamored with them and, and, and can't get enough, so. Wipe you on pause, we back in just a second. So I'm back, um, and again, I'm using the Eva Solo. Um, I kind of fell in love with this brewer a little since doing the, uh, doing the uh, brewing guide and having to really change my technique and look back at how I used it. Um, can't believe I used it in the past. Um, if you don't want to look back, do go back and look at last week's and I will look, go and look at the brew guide on Has blog. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really enjoying this brewer again, which is cool. So this week's coffee is from Honduras and it's a coffee that we cooked last year in December. I, and with the beauty of the app, I went back and looked December the 7th. Um, but that was the katura Today we're going to be looking at the Pacamara varietal. Um, and time for a factoid. Um, Pacamara, in a nutshell, is a hybrid um, Arabica varietal that uh, is um, developed by uh, the El Salvador Coffee Research Institute. I-C-I-C. I-S-I-C. Um, in the late 1950s. Um, it's a unique coffee that has a crossing between Maragogipe, which is a, a very giant sized large bean from, uh, that was developed in Brazil, and um, Pacas, um, and it's the Pacamara, um, which is a high yield in El Salvador varietal, which is a mutation from the San Ramon Bourbon. So this uh, coffee has its roots in, um, in Bourbon, which is also good, which was um, devised between. Don Albertos Pacas and Don Francisco de Sola. Factoids all around. Um, Other countries have tried. El Salvador is the best at this, by the way. Uh, By far the best at Pacamara. Other countries have tried and lots have failed. Uh, Best results I've seen have been from Nicaragua and Honduras, uh, excluding, of course, El Salvador. Um, So the interesting thing about this farm is we bought this. um, When we bought this last year, it wasn't uh, certified organic, but it is now. It's my, I've got the timer going here on the Hasbeen app, which is not massively important to me, but kind of nice if it is. You know, it doesn't. It, it's certainly never a negative. Um, and the other interesting thing is the, from the katura we had last year, um, which we also have this year, um, having the Pacamara. If we'd got enough of the katura we would have done a side by side. But alas, uh, we had what we had. So. A little bit about the farm. Um, Finca Santa Marta is located close to Victoria town in the Euro district of Honduras. It's a 23 hectare farm and was bought by the Hewitt family in 1963. Uh, Santa Marta produces around about 17 tonnes of organic coffee annually uh, with uh, an altitude of around about 1,300 metres. And um, I say all organic, which is really cool. Uh, two varieties are produced, which I've already talked about, which is the Couture and the Pacamara. Both of which have done very well in competitions, have been entered into, with uh, the Couture winning the Cup of Excellence in 2006, coming first. Um, but there's an interesting side story to that, which we talked about on the last time we reviewed it, that um, Ana Lucia Hewitt came first in the Honduras Bristol Championships in 2008, um, and then went to the WBC in Copenhagen the year that Stephen Morrissey won and came 15th using this coffee. So, kind of nice little bits of uh, uh, factoids in there uh, about the farm. Um, I've stopped it brewing, by the way, just so I can um, so we can drink it out of there. So, should we have some farm facts? Farm is called Finca Santa Marta, obviously. Varietal, well this varietal is 100% Pacamara, as we say, they also do uh, katura uh, The processing is fully washed. Um, I think what else? Uh, altitude on the farm ranges between 1250 and 1480 meters above sea level. This one is grown smack bang in the middle around about 1300 meters above sea level. Um, total farm size is 49 hectares. Um, coffee growing area is 35, as I've already said. Uh, uh, permanent employees, they have six permanent employees, I think. And it is owned by uh, Raoul Munya Howitt. God, I'm just... Oh, I'm full of facts. Uh, cities, Victoria that it's closest to. Um, and I think that's enough. Euro region. <laughs> so, mug I'm using today. You'll be quite interested in, I hope. It is the long-awaited In My Mug Mug. Um. These are on their way, this is the first one. They send you one as a prototype to go, are you happy with it, which I am. Uh, I love the shape. Um, I, it really is an interesting shape. It's very good quality, very pleased with it. Um, yeah, we're gonna be doing something with them, so. Oh, I've forgotten, it's not in the bowl. so. Honduras is a funny region. Um, the quality in Honduras is I see, I see it either being really amazing or really, really really bad, um, and, and the very little in between. This is a farm that obviously has spent a lot of time and, 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 and effort on making good quality, but there is a lot of average Honduras out there. But they normally smell, and this is a vast generalisation, of course, a little bit kind of woody and a little bit kind of near. This one is very different. With this one, it almost smells like a great Ethiopian. You've got lots of kind of zingy citrus notes that want to come through there. And also you can smell some sweetness that wants to come through there as well, which obviously lends itself very well to the cup. So, let's get in. Okay. So, first of all, the first thing that hits me is that this, body, this has a body, it has some presence, it has some, it has some gruff to it, which you don't expect from the aromas. Um, it starts off big and then it turns into some acidity, which is kind of like a summer fruity. Um, best descriptor I can come up with is, is kind of like um, a honeydew melon. When you bite into a honeydew melon, you get that kind of juiciness, and you get that sweetness, but you get an acidity at the same time. But mixed in with that, with this pacamara, which is very different to the katura, is you get this beautiful creaminess. So it has this real texture and mouthfeel, and kind of presence on the tongue, which um, really gives it that next, a little bit of an oomph. I do think this is slightly better than the katura which is great because, you know, it, it's wonderful to find a Pacamara um, anyway, that isn't an El Salvador one, but it's, it's really interesting to find it when it's improved uh, the cup quality uh, and not just been planted because of a gimmick. Very tasty. Um, I'm gonna have another sip. And there I'm getting a little bit of peach as well. Um, That whole summer fruit thing, really party on the mouth. Um, Really, really interesting quality, not silly expensive cup of coffee, which um, we like. We like a lot. I'm going to pop a voucher code up below. Um, Don't know how much for, don't know how long for, but kind of always do that, don't we? So uh, whack that below and that will come later. Um, Thank you for everybody who's used the In My Mug app. Uh, hopefully next week we should have uh, some semblance of, of uh, a leaderboard and put some kind of stuff together to let you know where the coffees are standing and we'll, we'll keep that going, I think, because that, that could be really good fun. Uh, but please do leave your copy notes if you've uh, downloaded the app. Um, I'm going to shut up because I'm rambling. Life is too short for bad coffee. And please, everybody crush your fingers for Sunderland tomorrow that we don't get spanked.